Welcome to a brand new episode of Views of an X Podcast, and I'm your host, Lama. I'd like to thank y'all all for tuning in. It's each and every week. I bring you an episode of somebody talking about their ex. This week, we are to episode 59, but last week, y'all loved that Tahoe episode, I see. He's a great, great storyteller, and I can't believe the stuff he's been through. Like, the way he is now, and the story he told, I was like, no way he lived his life. Like, But I believe it. And now that he's showing pictures of him in jail and stuff like that. If you if you follow Tahoe, you'll just see his journey. He'll just randomly post stuff and and show his past. And um, yeah, interesting story. It shows like love on a different level. Cause that that was that was that was crazy. If you haven't heard the Tahoe episode, it's episode fifty eight, featuring Tahoe TV. Check it out. It's a wonderful, wonderful story. It seemed like a movie to me. And let us know your thoughts on the episode because I personally love it. It's one of my favorites already. But we up to episode 59 and it features Soraya. I interviewed Soraya while I was in Atlanta. So this is an old episode and I'm putting it out now. But I randomly, randomly hit up Soraya because I knew she lived in Atlanta. We followed each other on Instagram for a while. And I knew she lived out there. And her page is, it just stuck out to me. She's so mysterious looking. So I just randomly hit her up and was like, hey, you want to do my podcast? Because looking at her page, I'm like, there's something about her that I think she has a good story. And uh, there's some famous people that comments under her page. There's more leaving money bags. So I'm like, who is this girl? I want to know more about her. So I reached out and I was like, I'm coming to Atlanta. Would you like to do my podcast? She was like, yeah. And fast forward, we try to get it done, but she didn't have a babysitter. So she was like, you know what? Just pull up to my house and we can do it here. And she's like, I made oxtails. You want some? But by the time I got there, she said it was all gone. So I had to eat like uh, like two little skimpy oxtails and some oxtail juice. I was good. You know, we good with the oxtail juice and rice. Um, now, on the day of the podcast recording, she hit me up that morning. It was like, um, I don't know about this because I went through your following list and y'all both follow each other. The guy she's speaking about. And I was like, who are you talking about? And when she told me, I was like, oh, wow. Because I knew this guy for years, for years. I met him on Twitter. I knew him for years. And when I seen her questionnaire, there were certain trigger words. I was like, abuse, mental abuse, like all of this stuff. I'm like, from him? No way. And she I, she didn't want to do it at first. But then I was like, maybe you could be anonymous. Maybe you want to do it this way. And she was like, you know what? Let's do it. Like, forget it. And then pulled up to her house, got the episode done. And man, this is a triggering episode, if I must say. And for those that are listening, yeah, like this is, this is, uh, I just can't believe I know the guy. And I, it made me look at him different. And I appreciate Soraya for even telling her story because this is, this had to have been hard for her. And she, she dug deep and just let it all out. I hope y'all enjoy episode 59 and feature Soraya. Let us know what you think. Please hit me up in the messages or, leave a comment under the, the post because um, y'all send me regular text messages and I want to screenshot and put it but I get too lazy sometimes. But let us know what you think on IG or Twitter whatever and I will post it. If you haven't left a rating or subscribed to the podcast on Apple Podcasts app, please do that. And if you're new here, there's previous episodes that are very entertaining. Please check those out. And also, go to viewsofnx.com if you're interested in the merch. I will be dropping something new soon so be on the lookout for that. Enjoy episode 59, and I will see y'all next week. Bye. 
Action wine ready? I got, we my got wine water. Look, I got water and wine. Where, where's I'm the ready. Oxtails? Where's the oxtail <laughs> sauce? <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. I'm you starving. Really want some? After this. After okay, this. okay. <laughs> um, but oh shoot. We didn't get you. You want to do it straight up? Let's just do it. So can I call you Ray? Oh yeah. Go on. Ray. Yes. Alright, so hi Ray. Hey. This is up? our first time meeting each other. Yes. I don't know how we started following each other. <laughs> I don't but know I was trying to think of it in the car on my way here. You live in the West. I, I say West Bubble Fuck because <laughs> this is like mad far. Yeah. So on my way driving here, I'm like, how did I start following this girl? I don't know. Um, I see more. be posting money bags under your pictures. I see popular people liking your pictures. <laughs> and the reason why I wanted you on my podcast is because <clears throat> you're mysterious on IG. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what has she been through? And who is this person? Mm-hmm. So I reached out and was like, can you do my podcast? He said, yeah, this would be fun, whatever. Right? Then you threw a wrench in the story because you looked at my followers and seen your ex. Yeah. That's, and then I was like, God damn. <laughs> so backstory, right? Um, I met your ex on Twitter, right? Through music. We're going to leave it there. Yeah. And we became cool through music and he's been doing his thing and he's been like an inspiration for me because he's real, what's the word? Eclectic, I will say. Like he's yes. he's good at what he do. He is. And it's real different. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we became cool. Now, um, when you said it was him, I was like, and then I seen your questionnaire and some of the words that was used about this breakup. I was like, him? This? Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about it. Okay. So- Hi, Ray. Hey. Tell the people who you are. Who, who is this person more leaving money bags under? <laughs> <laughs> well, my name is Ray. Um, I'm an esthetician. I used to do music, and that's Sing? why, yes, and write. Um, that was the reason how and why, you know, me and my ex got connected, because that was the originality of our connection. Gotcha. But it turned into something different. So yeah. But tell people about yourself. Who is you? Who are you? You Ray, you are you from here? I am. I'm yeah, I'm from Atlanta kind of. Yeah. I've lived here over 20 years, um mm. back and forth from London to Atlanta, and I lived in New Jersey for a few years before that as well. All right, all right. Yeah. All right. Um so before we start our story, we would like to give your ex a fake name. Oh, you got to silent that. <laughs> Let me do mine too. Um so yeah. we'd like to give your ex a fake name. And what name would you like to Michael. Give? And why did you choose that name? It just came. Like, it was just a random name. I couldn't think of anything else. A uh, Michael? Yeah, Michael. All right. Mm-hmm. No, no Jackson. No, uh... <laughs> no Jackson. All right. No Tito. <laughs> um, so how did you meet Michael? Um, we met on Twitter. And back in those days, it was like what? Black the, the Twitter black was Twitter. popping, you know, yeah. 09, 2010. That was when black Twitter was the thing. And how how old were you guys? Like in between what range? 18? Um, Like 24. Well, actually 23, 24, mm-hmm. around that age, yeah. All right, not mm-hmm. bad. So what stuck out? I, I will say this because I know him. 
Mm-hmm. He was very funny. Yes, exactly. His tweets were very funny. Extremely funny. And I think funny. that's why I started following him. Mm-hmm. Beside the music, his tweets was mad funny. Right, yeah. So yeah. I started following him, and then I found out he did music, and that's how we connected. Mm-hmm. So that, did that catch you? Yes. Um, his personality, he's funny. He likes the clown, you know. he He's just fun to be around, you mm-hmm. know, and that's what caught my eye at first. We actually, even though we met on Twitter, we actually met through, like, a mutual friend on Twitter. All right. So um, basically, me, you know, me and the friend, we were following each other, and she was talking to me. Mm-hmm. And I guess he saw me in her uh, mentions. Yeah. And he was like, oh, who's that? You know, in his little funny way. Right. And I laughed, and, and that's how we hit it off. Uh-huh. So he, he followed me, and I followed him, and, you know, DM'd mm-hmm. each other. We started talking. And, yeah, like... We were talking for about a good five months before we actually met. Mm-hmm. So. Now, describe your ex. How does he look? Um, he's like 5'10", medium, built. Um, he's got freckles, <laughs> light skin, uh-huh. <laughs> fade. You know, yeah. Right. Uh, back then, people used to call him Chris Brown. Uh, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> he looked like, yeah, fake Chris Brown. Um, did that, did, were you attracted to him? Because he looked like Chris Brown or? No, I didn't even. It's so funny because when I mm-hmm. like saw his pictures, I didn't think Chris Brown. I just thought, oh, he's really cute, you yeah. know? And then I saw people calling him Chris Brown and I looked again. And I was like, he does kind of look like Chris nah, he Brown. Does. He does. <laughs> so, yeah. And um, being where he's from, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Being from the same place, basically. Yeah. I was just like, okay, this is kind of awkward yeah. but the thing that attracted me most to him was how funny he was right because right, that was right. the first thing i don't even think he had a proper picture up like he was, probably had like half of his face right on twitter right. and he was just funny like me mm-hmm. and him connected in that way and at first i didn't think okay you know he's gonna be my man or anything yeah. like that it was just a fun thing yeah so yeah it was just Fun at first, you know. Was he still living in, was he in ATL or was no, he in Virginia? No, he was still in Virginia at the time. All right, time. all right. So mm-hmm. how did y'all kick it off? Like, y'all was in the messages? Yeah, we were then... in the DMs. Um, then he got my number like a few weeks later. I actually had to go to New York from Atlanta. I had to go to New York mm-hmm. for a few months because I had an internship. Back then, mm-hmm. I was in I was, I was was in between music and the fashion industry. Gotcha. And I wanted to get into New York Fashion Week. Mm. Which I did. Yeah. So during that time, this was like 2010. Yeah. So during that time, um, actually, no, this is 2011. So I went to New York. It was like December. Mm-hmm. And um, I was there for a good five months. We were talking. And I every time this, it was the Chris Brown and the Tyga. Um, that mixtape. Yeah. Yes, yes. The bullshit song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every time that song comes on, it just reminds me of when we first started talking and, right, you know, right. first started kind of getting feelings for each other. Gotcha. So back then we would Skype because Skype was a thing that back then. That was a then. thing, yeah. yeah we would I Skype say, all the time. How did that talk? Was it blog TV or like tiny well, chat? Well, yeah. it was BBM at first. Yes. And then, you know, we got into Skype. Mm-hmm. So in order for us to see each other, we would just Skype. Like, we'll be up all night yeah. um, talking. It was just like, it was like high school, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know? Now... <clears throat> Uh, your ex, Michael, he would, he would have these mysterious tweets as well. 
was those mostly throwing shots at you or mostly about you? Um, there were times when he did throw shots at me. Because he would be joke, 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 and then mm-hmm. something serious, mm-hmm. mysterious, and like, like what is that? Yeah. So he's a type to do things like that. And, yeah. And that would cause arguments a lot. Mm. You know, he'll well, just... We even get the... All right. I see. I shouldn't have asked that right now. <laughs> Go ahead. All yeah. right. So, um, yeah. So we would kind of like, you know... I'd be like, so what are you talking about? Why Why did you say that? You know, he would pretend it's not about me or anything all like right, that. Right, you know, right. stuff like that. <laughs> so how did, um, so you went, you was in New York. Mm-hmm. And th- how did y'all see each other? Like, did you ever take uh, a trip or did he take a trip? Well, no. None of us took a trip to see each other when I was in New York. Right. Um, he was supposed to come to New York, but he ended up having to go to L.A. with one of his other music producer friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after I came back from Atlanta five months later, he came down to Atlanta to, to see move? me. Oh, yeah. To see you. Well, to see me. All right, all right, all right. So he came to my, you know, uh, he saw, we were seeing each other for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And actually the same friend that he went to go see. You got to make a name. Is that, let's call him Craven. <laughs> <laughs> So the same friend he came, he uh, went to go see in L.A., Craven, um, actually came with him to Atlanta. And they were both staying at my apartment, you know, for the two weeks. And it was cool. We we all cracked jokes, you know, because we knew each other from Twitter, Mm -hmm. you know. So it was like, oh, finally, we're meeting each other. You know, this is the face behind the Twitter. What was your first initial, like, thought when you've seen him? I was like, oh, this is him. Like, I thought he was taller. (laughs) <laughs> than expected yeah you know he's 5'10 that's a good height but mm. i thought he was gonna be at least like 6'2 or something oh, why did you think that <laughs> i don't know you really thought he was chris brown that's why it's funny as shit <laughs> he really was like yeah it's chris brown coming <laughs> yeah so um and then <laughs> that's funny uh-huh so after the two weeks he went back to virginia mm-hmm. and um we continued talking. Yeah. Then he came back down a month later. And that he actually just stayed. He didn't go back to Virginia. He stayed with you? Yes. Like So the second time he came down, a month later, yeah. he did not go back to Virginia. Did he bring a big bag? It was it was medium size. It wasn't like a like I'm I'm moving in type Wait, of bag. But, but did y'all prep that? Like was he like giving hints like, yeah, I'm gonna come down here and spend time? No. So he just rang your bell and came here? Well, he no, I knew he was coming right. again, but yeah, I didn't yeah. know he was going to stay. Like, because he That's literally a, was whoa. just like, yeah. I'm coming, you know, I want to see you again. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let's, you know, let's see each other again. And then it was just that he stayed. I guess the connection that we had, it was just so strong that I didn't think twice about it, yeah. about him like staying or anything like that. So he, um, he stayed, and then it was just, you know, two lovebirds from then. <laughs> now, he found out you sing, you were a singer through Twitter. Yeah. Oh, so was that the initial connection, the first meeting? That was... Did he bring his, like, equipment no. and, like, try to make beats for you? No, because oh. I think after after the whole BBM, um, pin exchange, then Skype... Yeah. It just became something else. Like, we stopped talking about music. Oh, all right. That's yeah. good. That's good. See, I really liked each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. So, the second time he came, 
he just stayed. Yep. And how long he was like, all right, when is this thing gonna leave? Like after how many weeks? I didn't think that. Really? Yeah, I didn't think, oh no, I actually I, I did actually. I was like, I wonder like if he is he gonna go back home. <laughs> <laughs> how long did I that did take? actually. Um probably like two months into it. Two, yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, I was like, what is he doing? And then after a while I just thought, I guess he's staying here. You, you know, question about like him working. Well, he was, al- he was always on uh, the computer making yeah. beats, yeah. you know, and he had his friends. There's so many names to go through, but I'm, there's he had his friends that he was talking to, you yeah. know, Trying these to, like, big ship names. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. he was actually getting money in, so I didn't complain about All that, right. you know? All right. Was he providing for the house, at least? <clears throat> yeah, he, he ended right. up just paying for everything. Like, he moved in and just paid for everything, and I was like, okay. I'm not gonna oh, complain, right? Yeah, I'm not gonna right. complain. <laughs> as long as he ain't living on top of you, that's, that's, oh no, that's no, no, he was never doing that. He always made right. sure that he was providing. So, how was that experience? Like he's staying with you full time, and what was that like? Because you, I always say, like you get to know the person when you start living with them. Oh yeah, right? yeah, definitely. Um, that experience was something else. It wasn't my first time living with a man because I was married previously. What? <laughs> in this country? No, it and was in London. Now you're from London originally? Yeah, I was born in London, yes. Dude, but is, is that a normal I'm, thing? You married early? No, not really. Not really, but I was married. Originally. To get here? No. Not one of those things? Right. No, 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 I'm, no, no. I'm only a business. Because I'm a dual citizen, so gotcha, gotcha. yeah, yeah. I already had my citizenship here. Gotcha. You know? Dang. But um, right. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't my first rodeo or anything like that. All right, there you go. Because I, you know, I've lived with a, a man before mm-hmm. in my previous relationship, so it wasn't anything new to me. Gotcha. But um, it was a bit awkward because we were still getting to know each other. Yeah, you know, that was our second time meeting. Yeah. You know, even though we knew each other through the computer, the phone, yeah. stuff like that, I didn't know him properly. Gotcha. Um, and I started noticing different red things. Red flags? Yes. Now, <laughs> now he... I see them as red flags, but back then, yeah. I didn't see them as red flags because I've never been through it before. Got you, got you. Even when you was married, how long you was married for? Uh, five years. And you, it was something totally different from now? Oh, yeah. Totally different. All right. So, yeah, he's he's moved in. He's two months in or whatever. Are you dating and going out on dates? Yes. Like, how was he as a... Uh, um, a boyfriend. As a boyfriend? Well, did, did you make it official at that time? Yeah. I feel like as soon as he came, yeah. we were just... Yeah. Even Skyping, I felt like we were yeah. official, you know? <laughs> now, um, how was like dating, the dating life during that time? Um, It was okay. It was okay. He wasn't used to a lot of things. Like? Uh, like restaurants, uh, table etiquette. Oh, you know, wow. yeah, like yeah. I had to teach him a few things. Um, yeah. Now that is a big, big, big red flag. Because so if a person don't know how to eat at a restaurant, you like you cut it off. Yeah, because I'm just like you're too old for this. <laughs> you you why, need to. Why you gotta put you an need, age on no, it. No, no, because you need to. You need to know. I'm 33, right. and I, I, you know, I like men that have that are cultured, and he wasn't cultured. All right. Back then, I was just like, okay, it's whatever. I already like him, so, you know. (laughs) All right, I feel you. I feel you. You like what you like. Yeah. Um, He would wear hats at the table. 
He didn't know how to use a knife and fork. <laughs> it was just so like how he dressed. What was that? A- oh my god! Because <laughs> <laughs> I see your style, so I'm like, how he dressed. It was t-shirts. It was like graffiti t-shirts <laughs> with like some jeans or graffiti t-shirts with shorts. He had the closet of a cartoon. <laughs> like every other clothing was t-shirts with graffiti on it like half naked girls on it you know it it might have like a, a logo or yeah, something yeah. on it and it was some i can't remember the name of the the designer back yeah. then but apparently it was some big thing back then and he would just wear it all the time so i tried to help him with you know his dressing and yeah. he just wasn't having it wow. he was very ignorant in that sense yeah did he get when mad? You, he would get upset, yeah. But how would you do it? It, it's all, it all depends on how you say it. I'd just be like, let's go shopping, you know? <laughs> <laughs> let's go shopping. And then y'all go shopping, you pick out stuff, you just like, I think yeah, you look good I think in this. Yeah, I think this is cute. This is nice. What do you think? He, nah, 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 nah. Like, he never had an open mind yeah, yeah, yeah. with anything. That, that, can, that, can be, that can be terrible, yeah. Yeah, never had an open mind with anything. Um... That was kind of stressful for me because my ex-husband, like, he knew how to dress. All right. Uh, sometimes he would dress me, you know? Like, he had his shit together, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So having to reverse everything and, you know, meet a new guy and he didn't have his shit together. Yeah. It was a bit like, oh, damn, this is new to me, but I'm still going to work it because I do like this guy. Mm-hmm. And I've never been in this type of relationship before. Man. So it's <laughs> a challenge. It was a challenge. Um, but he took care of every like he just took care of everything. Mm-hmm. He didn't even talk to me about it. He was just like, here's the money for the rent, here's the money for the bills, you know, hair, hair, hair. It was always hair, hair, hair. One thing, like during that time that I noticed, mm-hmm. he did not want to leave the house without me. Why? Um, I don't know. Like I'd probably ask him, oh, can you go to Target and get something for me? Yeah. Or, you know, if I'm cooking, I'd be like, oh, damn, I forgot something. Can yeah, you go yeah. get it? Yeah. He'd be like, you got to come with me. I don't know why. But, well, I didn't know why back then, but I, now why. I we think. We got to get into that one. Yeah. That's strange. Now I think I know what it is. Um, I think it was anxiety, you know, yeah. being by himself. And because I noticed now just looking back on things you know after you leave a situation and you look back on yeah, it and you're just like clear, oh yeah. damn that's the reason why yeah. you know like he was always home mm. doing his beats you know he i don't think he ever went out like really really went out he was just always home maybe on twitter yeah, yeah, or yeah. on fruity loops whatever you guys yeah. call it it was fruity loops yeah <laughs> you know um it. yeah so that's how he was he was like he made himself like very isolated yeah he closed every yeah Yeah. do you feel like his personality on twitter was better than the person he was in real life he was i feel like his personality was the same on twitter and in real life but he was more depressed in real life Mm. like you saw it you know you you actually saw a live action like he was always in bed always on the computer Mm -hmm. like you can tell he was trying to get away from something like his mind he was trying to get away from something you know by being on the computer all the time that was that was the escape yeah now we, since I know him, we spoke about the army thing, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit about it because mm-hmm. I want to know more. Mm-hmm. You said he didn't really go to the army. 
I found out through his mom that he actually didn't like finish basic training. But on Twitter, mm-hmm. he would claim like he did yeah, this, I did he did, this, yeah. I did that. Yeah, but you know, on Twitter, everybody claims they did this yeah, and did that. Yeah. Did you ever look at that and be like, why are you? Yeah, I was like, damn, he lied. Like, why would you lie like that? Yeah. Like, who does that? But I guess, you know, people lie about things to make themselves look better than what they are. Um, I've noticed that with just other people as well. You know, mm-hmm. they try to make themselves bigger Especially than what they online. are. Especially yeah. online, yeah. Yeah, um, So, yeah, he didn't. He didn't finish basic training. <laughs> I was that's sad. Now you why do you say that? I'm sorry. <laughs> I looked at him like his army hero. And oh my goodness. This veteran. <laughs> he had a charger, I thought. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Um What is give me some fun moments you had. Like what are some memorable moments? Fun moments. Oh, you know, his his personality on Twitter, the fun guy, always mm. cracking jokes. He was like that in real life. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll go to the DMV if I needed, a, or one of us needed our ID or something. We'll just people watch. Yeah, and joke. <laughs> yeah, he was, the like, he would joke about anything. He'd be like, yeah. oh, he got those shorts on. <laughs> you know, like, he would just make a joke about everything. Yeah. All we did was laugh. That's yeah. all we did. Yeah. So he, he was such a fun guy yeah. in that sense. But when he was down and depressed, he was down and depressed. Now, would it come at random moments? What'd you say? The uh, depression. Mm-hmm. It would come at random moments? Yes. Um, uh, mainly during the day. I think like when he wakes up. It's um, probably a thing. Do where... you know why that will happen or no? <sighs> Maybe. I, I don't know if there's a connection between depression and waking up. Like you wish you didn't wake up, you know? Mm. So, I mean, that's just me thinking right now. Like, yeah. I don't know if there's if that is a connection. But... Um, I always thought... This is me, just looking from the outside, mm-hmm. right? We all did music. Mm-hmm. And because he was talented, our peers were moving on faster than he was. Yeah. And I think, I thought that played a role. I think it did as well. All I right. think it did as yeah, well. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. You're right. Because we knew a lot of people. You're and right. even him putting on some people. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say that. Yeah. That and he would talk far. about it as well. Yeah. He would talk about how, oh, I put this person on. I gave this person this uh, contact. Yeah. They made it. They didn't even do this for me. They didn't do that for me. Yeah. He would talk about that a lot. And that would hurt me because I'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, you got to stop doing this for people. Mm-hmm. You know, you know these contacts. Yeah. You give them your shit. Like, stop. Letting other people no, give their shit. I think he did, but his sound was so different. It was so like futuristic. You can't. No one wanted. It wasn't in. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, but he was talented. Like he, he was very he talented. Like, he knew his shit. He's still talented. Yeah. But at that time, it was like Laffy Taffy type music. Right. He's making some stuff with 100 sounds in it. Yeah. So it was like before his time. Yeah. So he was never in the right range mm-hmm. to, to, to get on like that. Yeah. And I get it, how it can be depressing. Because I used to look from the outside like, he's good, he's good, he's good. Mm-hmm. And I think it got to him. Mm-hmm. And how did that reflect on your relationship? Um, he became very abusive. In what way? Verbally? He started verbally. Yeah. Um, and I kind of just brushed it off. You know, I was just like, okay, he's upset, whatever. You know, he'll yell at me. He'll be like, what the fuck? You know, yeah. shit like that. Um, and he was he, he became emotionally abusive as well because 
he he used to talk to another girl on Twitter. And anytime me and him got into an argument, he would go to her and just like talk to her, DM her and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and I would talk to him about it like, you know, why are you flirting with her like that? You know, and mm. he would be like, oh, it's nothing, blah, 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 mind your business. And you knew who it was, the girl? Yeah. Did you compare yourself? Like, what does she have I don't have? Um, yeah, at the time me? I did, yeah. And what what did you see? Like, what would you what would you say about yourself? Or what, um, honestly, because when you're in a relationship with somebody mm-hmm. and you're always arguing with them or you know them, mm-hmm. they want to escape and meet someone that doesn't know them, you know, or talk to someone gotcha. that doesn't know them. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and that person, I guess, was fun for them at the time. And I wasn't fun anymore because I knew him. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. So that was the thing back then. I was just like, okay, he doesn't like me. You know, um, I'm no longer fun to him. This girl, somebody knew. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah, he became verbally, emotionally abusive at first. And around my birthday, he took our car <laughs> and drove to the girl. Well, he drove to the girl's state. How far was this? North Carolina. That's from Atlanta. Like a good what? It's like nine hours. Wow. All right. And I was pregnant then as well. Mm. So I was like about four, five months pregnant at the time. Um. And question: Just cut my. Uh, sorry to cut you off. Uh huh. While you was pregnant, he's abusive. Did you mm-hmm. think to have an abortion? I did. I did. And as the abuse got worse, yeah. I I regretted being pregnant. Mm. Like it was just terrible. Like it was the worst pregnancy ever. I would try to find ways to get rid of the baby, you know, try like go on the internet, what can I drink to get in a miscarriage? Like it was Lying. so bad. Like I would punch my stomach. Yes, it was it was bad. Um but I couldn't get an abortion. Like, I couldn't go anywhere to get an abortion because I was already five months. Yeah, it was too yeah, late for too me late. to do anything. Yeah. So I had to either keep the baby wow. or try to kill it myself. It sounds so bad. Um, and when that didn't work, I He, he was, didn't know this. No, he didn't know any all of right, this. All right, all right. When that didn't work, I was looking up adoption agencies. So I had, like, filled out wow. forms and everything. I was talking to families. Like, literally, I was, like so close to doing it and i i just got to the last minute and i just couldn't do it so yeah (laughs) but um then when he came back actually actually i found out that he went to this girl's state and they stayed in a hotel together i found out through his laptop his mac oh my because back then they had messenger messenger yeah you do aim and Together, like, yeah, together, like, yeah, yeah, and he was talking to Craven. Yeah, and you know they were going back and forth. I'm going to see so and so, but they apparently nothing physical happened. They just cuddled, from what I saw. <laughs> but it was, so, so what you the messages you saw is like I wish you would have did something. Yeah, type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, n- they didn't go all the way. But that hurt me more that they didn't do anything for some reason. What? Because because I felt like it was emotional cheating. Mm. You know, it, like 
Women hurt more when it's emotional than when it's physical. Yes, we hurt when it's physical. But, but you can get over it faster. Yeah. But when it's emotions, it's like you're giving your all to this girl, you know? Mm-hmm. And I definitely don't mean nothing to you anymore once you become emotional with a girl. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it was that. It was that type of situation. And then um, when he came back, I told him about it. And that's when he like went crazy. You told him about you finding out yeah. what he did? Mm-hmm. He went crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, this is around your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually. What a, a, a seed. He left on my birthday. Oh, wow. He left on my birthday, came back like four days later. Um, Wait, did something happen before that, before your birthday? Like, did a big argument We got into happen? an argument, yeah. And okay. he walked out. Mm-hmm. And he Man. just left. So, um, yeah, when he came back, I, I confronted him about it, got into an argument, and then he hit me. He um, he slapped me in my face, and I ran to the room. Like It was like the kitchen was here, and our bedroom was here. It was kind of like the same setup. Our bedroom was here, and... Um, I ran to the room, closed the door, and he came after me. And I ran in the closet. I was just trying to escape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ran in the closet. Oh, he opened up the closet. He started punching me, like, in my stomach. And during that time, I was just like, I'm going to lose this baby. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking, do I care if I lose this baby? Because he was already, like, emotionally abusive like i've gotten to a point where i just didn't want any connection to the baby but after that whole thing happened it happened so quick after that whole thing happened i was on the floor having contractions and he was crying like he was crying basically i guess he regretted what he did um and i was there having contractions for about a good hour Mm -hmm. until he called the hospital. He was not going to call the hospital, I guess, because he knew he was going to get in trouble. Yeah. So he called the hospital. I ended up going to the hospital and um, he was there. And, you know, they was asking me questions. I like, was going on. I, I, They can tell that something was happening. Yeah. And the police came to the hospital and arrested him. Oh, so the nurses, whatever. Yeah. Told, yeah, called the police and, you know. They arrested him. Yeah. So I ended up coming back home like a, a day later because I had to stay because, you know, they were making sure I don't lose the baby. Mm-hmm. I had to stay or whatever. And his friend, um, there's a few friends that was trying to bail him out. Yeah. Um, so they were contacting me like, what's going on? What's happening? And I just didn't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and... Back then, the, the police officer said, like, I can have um, alerts on my phone uh, that tells me when he comes out of jail. So I put that on my phone. Okay. And <laughs> it was like a day and a half later or something like that, he came out of jail. Somebody bailed him out. Yeah. All right. The first thing he did was come back to the apartment. Did you let him in? Yes. 
I did let him in. Uh, he was begging and crying, and that got to me. So I let him in. Things were good for about a week. It was always good for a week. And then after the week, yeah. it just got bad again. But what stems, what, what, like, if it starts good, what happens to make it go bad? Like, that's a, that's a short amount of time. So, like, in the beginning, I noticed he was very jealous. Okay, okay. Um, Like, I would talk to guys on Twitter, and he would be like, I don't want you talking to him. He will just say, I don't want you talking to him. And I'm like, why? Like, why don't you want me talking to him? Just say, I don't want you talking to him. Don't talk to him. He's, mm. he's not a good guy. Don't talk to him. Like, he'll just make up some shit, you know? Yeah. So I don't talk to him. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to talk to him. If it causes that much trouble, I'm not going to do it. But, you know, he was able to flirt, do his little flirt. And I, I couldn't say hi or, you know, how are you doing or anything. And you never, like, spoke up? Like, did anybody know what was going on? Like, your family? No friends? one knew. No one knew. No one knew. Oh, man. No one knew. Not even your close friends? Um, They probably knew something was going on because... I didn't really reach out to them. You yeah. know, it was like, where's Soraya? She hasn't called me in a while. But they didn't actually specifically know um, so you had to put while it was happening. Yeah. yeah. While it was happening. Um, and he got jealous of my my ex-husband because I had a child with him. Wow. And, you know, we would keep in contact for our son. And he would always be like, I don't want him sending money to you, you know, I'm supposed to be doing all the buy. Like, it was his thing where he didn't want no other man sending me money, even if it was my child's father. Yeah. He wanted to do it. You know, like, he did, like, he was, my child's father was fully in his life. Yeah. But he didn't want that. Wow. Yeah. He got jealous of my cousins, like, my guy cousins. He mm. got jealous of uh, my guy friends. Uh, co-workers it was just a lot of jealousy Damn. yeah before the physical started yeah, yeah, yeah. so it just like bubbled up to the physical um and when he came back things were good and then things got rocky again because of my mm -hmm. ex-husband mm -hmm. and um there was a point where um that other time we got into it again, mm -hmm. he ended up running out. Like he he didn't, you know, no police got called on him. Yeah. He ended up running out and he went to Virginia. He took the car? Yeah. Took the car, went to Virginia. So he had one car. One car so, between all right, us. All right, yeah. All right. And during that time I was I was ready to go. I was like, fuck you. I don't want to be with you anymore. Leave me the hell alone. You're crazy. Like at this point, I was like, okay, this man, he needs help. And I can't help him because I was trying to help him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, leave me alone. I don't want to be with you. Leave me alone. Blah, blah, blah. And he was talking about, I want to marry you. You know, trying to make everything better. I want to marry you. Please don't leave me. What can I do to show you? I said, nothing. You can't show me what, shit. What is the sign? Sagittarius. I don't know anything about <laughs> that. But my listeners will know. They'll be like, yeah, he... he Screams a sad. Because I don't know. But yeah. So. And what's um, your sign? Virgo. Does that mix? Does that? No, not at all. Not no. Compatibility, no. No, no that's like, ugh. that's that's Beyonce and Jay Z. They both. Jay Z is a Sagittarius. Beyonce is a Virgo. That's that's goals, right? I mean, yeah, I guess business wise, <laughs> but right. relationship wise, I don't know. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. And I feel like Beyonce and Jay-Z is more on the business side than relationship. They look awkward sometimes. Yeah, they yeah, do. Right. 
Um, so yeah, he went to Virginia. He was begging. We we're going back through text messages or mm-hmm. BBM, whatever it was back then. And he wanted to prove that he actually loved me. Right. So I was declining a ring. I declined everything else. And he said, you know what? I'm going to go get your name tatted. <laughs> so <laughs> what? I was like, no, you're not. Like, I was yeah. calling his wife like, no, you're not. You're crazy. An hour later, he sends me a video of the tattoo artist tattooing his hand with my full name across his hand. Like last name too? No, just my first name. Gotcha, gotcha. And I was like, I didn't believe it at first. I thought it was fake. You know, I thought I thought it, he was just kidding. And he was like, no, it's real. Real tattoo artist. He showed me like the video. Like he put the video all over the store to show yeah. me it was a real tattoo what? store. You know, it was just, it was crazy. And then he was like, please, please, please let me come back. Please let me come back. I was like, no, I don't, like, I can't do this anymore. I was just really stuck. Did you have stuck. the baby yet? I was still pregnant. Oh, man. I was really stuck on just not seeing him anymore. Yeah. So we didn't see each other for about a month. Mm-hmm. Then he came back. <laughs> Pop up? Yeah. All right. Because he knew where I lived. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He popped up. And he didn't have anywhere else to go, so I brought him in the oh, house. Oh, my God. Yes. It's <laughs> what is up? I don't know. Why would you like that? That happens when I guess I loved him so much and I, I was I wanted to help him because yeah. he would always talk about getting therapy, you know, and I was me and him were looking together for therapists for him to go to and even couples counseling. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I'm pregnant. Like I cannot be a single mom and or a single woman. Is that being what pregnant. made you try? Because you didn't want to. That and because I loved him. All right. You yeah. know, I, I wanted to fix him. I wanted to fix him. I did. I God, did want. I wanted damn. to fix him so bad. Like, now, where I did you him... learn love? Where, where, where did you see positive love? Positive or, love. Or, and where did you learn it? Like, how to love? I don't. I don't think I've seen positive love before. Really. Um. My mom and dad were married. Mm-hmm. But my dad was hardly home because he was a musician. All right. So he traveled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. he traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I seem to always meet people in the entertainment industry, like men in the entertainment industry. Maybe yeah. it has to do with my dad, you know, subconsciously. Yeah. But um, yeah, my dad was never home. So it was me and my mom. And really, my mom was hardly home. Mm. Like it was always a babysitter or something like that. So I didn't really have that, you know, parent foundation. Yeah. yeah, That parent love foundation thing going on. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I really. And then my mom walked out on us, me and my dad. So my dad was like the sole provider, you know, the sole provider. He looked Mm -hmm. after me from when I was like seven. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I didn't see any positive love or, you know, things like that. So, uh, yeah. Do you think that played a role in how you... Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like our childhood plays a role in Your how future, we handle yeah. relationships yeah. and, you know, what we do as adults. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely. Got you. Yeah. So back to this story. Let's fast forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. The baby is born. Mm-hmm. How was that? Uh, so I'm going to rewind just a tiny bit. All right, bit. go ahead, go ahead. Before the baby was born, 
I got a restraining order Whoa. on him. All right. All right. <laughs> it was a five-year restraining order because I was really... I didn't even know you could put years on it like that. All right. I was... Yeah, you can you can do one year, five years, or forever. Mm-hmm. I just put a five-year restraining order because I said, by five years, I'll be over him and we can co-parent. You gotcha. Know? Gotcha. All right. You thought so about I, it. So I did that five-year thing and um, I moved from my apartment. Yeah. I literally left everything like like how it is right now. Yeah. I left everything and took my well, I was pregnant then. I took my son, yeah. my big belly, yeah. a few clothes, and just left, went into a one bedroom apartment. I downgraded. Right. To a one bedroom apartment. And then a month later, our son was born. Mm-hmm. So he's born January 2012. And with the restraining order, he couldn't see. He couldn't anything. see me. But <laughs> He found me. Oh my God. This is crazy. <laughs> how, how, all right. The internet is, is. He ended up finding me. He ended up at my door. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, I have a restraining order against you. Yeah. I gave my son's school the restraining order, I gave my apartment building the restraining order. Everywhere that I went, I had to give a restraining order to. Um, you know, so they know this man is not allowed a hundred feet next to me and my kid, close to me and my kids. But he came during the night. It was probably like eight o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he, I'm not sure if he just came out of jail then as well. He had, um, a felony charge because of what he did to me. Um, and. You know, he went to jail. He did his uh, court date, but they wanted him to do more time after that. So when he came out, he showed up at my door. Mm -hmm. And I took him in. Come on. (laughs) Why are you doing this? With the restraining order? Yes. With the restraining order. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. What is up? And then at that time, like, <laughs> at that time, I was going back into work. Like I started doing PR again. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends that I was, I went to school, middle school with, she wanted to get into PR as well. So she mm-hmm. wanted me to teach her a few things. And I said, okay, let's plan a day where we can go somewhere. You know, she was like, I have a venue that I want to do a party at. And I want you yeah. to look at this venue and we can maybe work together. So she had a business partner. I think her business partner was her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And we all went to this place. Michael, um, he stayed behind and he watched the kids. All right. Like everything was good. Like, you know, things were good with us then. And I said, I'll be back by like maybe 12 Mm o'clock. He was like, all right, that's cool. So we go to the venue, you know, drinking, talking to people. Getting to know the whole venue, everything around it, stuff like that. 12 o'clock hits. He's calling me back to back to back to back. I didn't know because I was still talking to people. Yeah, yeah. When I saw his call, I was on my way um, home at like maybe 1245. Mm-hmm. I saw his call on my phone. It was like 30 missed calls back to back. Wow. And then after the 30 missed calls, I saw text messages back to back. Bitch. It's past 12 o'clock. Fuck you. You keep playing games with me. I'm like, what games? 
Like, I don't know what was in his mind. It was like he thought I was cheating on him. No, he took or, that 12 o'clock, real literal. Like, it was literal. Yeah. Lit, like, he expected me to be at home yeah. 11 59, like, on the on a, like, as yeah. soon as it was 12 o'clock, the door, I'm coming in the house. So I tell my friend and I tell my friend's boyfriend, I'm scared to go home. The kids are there and I'm fucking scared. So. They're like, do you want me to come in with you? I said, yes, but I don't know because I'm scared. Like, I I didn't want them to be caught up in the mess. But I was scared because I didn't want him to maybe beat me up till he kills me, you know, this time. So I was like, yeah, just come. So her boyfriend walks in front of me Mm -hmm. and I'm, you know, behind behind them. And... um, he was like, well, I had to open up the door. So I had to end up going in front of the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So I walked in the house sure. and comes out charging to the front door. Where the fuck you been? It's, it's like 120. I got to that, but Mikey, Michael. Michael. I, oh, yeah. I said wrong. Yes. Oh, but Michael, he. Yes. So yeah. wait, let's backtrack. You opened the door. Yeah. So I opened the door and Michael starts charging yeah. at me. You know, just cursing, saying, where the fuck you been? It's one o'clock in the morning. You said you was going to come home at 12 o'clock. Fuck you, bitch. Blah, blah, blah. So my friend's boyfriend comes in behind us with a gun, like, to calm him down. And Michael just goes like this. Mm -hmm. Like, damn. You know, that's never happened to him before. It's always been me and him. Yeah. So that shocked him. Because he didn't know that was going to happen. Right, right. So he he still, like, he was shocked for, like, a few seconds. Then he started, like, going at it again. And my friend's boyfriend is bigger than Michael. So he had him up against the wall or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, get the fuck out of here. And he was a much older man as well. Yeah. So he was like, get the fuck out of here. You know, I don't want to see you here again. So Michael just walked out. Yeah. And... All that time, my friend was in the back with the kids calling the police. And I had this restraining order out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, uh, so, the police comes. Wash, rinse, repeat. You got locked <laughs> up again. He did. But the police came and I covered for Michael. Oh, I lied. Shit. Which made which made everything worse. Not only did I violate the restraining order, but I, I it was an obstruction of law officer because I gave him the wrong details of Michael. Oh wow! I actually gave him his producer name and not his real name, mm-hmm. so they couldn't find him. You know, they couldn't find him in any of the searches yeah. or anything like that, and. The police came back and was like, we went out to go see where he was and we can't even find him in the system. What's going on? So I ended up having to tell the truth about his real name. And they're like, well, because you did that, you're going to have a warrant out for your arrest. So you're going to have to call the court tomorrow morning. Oh. Actually, it was a weekend. So the police said, you're going to have to call the court Monday morning to see if the warrant has been you know, taken out. To see what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. It was such a crazy case because I called that Monday. I told my friend and her boyfriend what happened. Yeah. 
he was like, call them, you know, see what's going on. He even had connections in Gwinnett County and Cobb County. Yeah, yeah. So he was able to look inside. My name was not on any list. Okay. I kept calling, kept calling, kept calling. My name wasn't on any list. Month later, I called again because I was scared. You know, I was like, yeah. oh my God, this has never happened to me. I've never been in trouble with police before. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I'm like, shit, I don't want to get pulled over yeah. or anything like that. My name still wasn't on it. Like maybe six months later, I got pulled up, pulled over. Um, the police, you know, he ran his checks or whatever. Let me go. So I'm like, okay, I'm free. Yeah. And like my name didn't show up on the system for that case till probably like two years later. What? Yes. Because I was at my friend's house and she had an altercation with her ex-boyfriend. The police came over. And when the police came over, they had to get everybody's right, name yeah, and yeah, ID yeah. in the house. <laughs> and I thought I was free by then. You know, I thought that police was just bluffing back then. He didn't yeah. really put my name down. They were like, you know, they ran my name or whatever. And they said, you, you have a warrant out for your arrest. I was like, what? Mm. I ended up in Gwinnett County. <laughs> Got a mugshot, <laughs> fingerprints. I was like, oh my God, this man. Like, what? Who watched the kids? My friend. She ended up watching the Did kids. Did you lose your job? Yes. Oh my God. It was nuts. Like, behind this man, it was just a lot going on. And did you get bailed out? Yeah, she bailed me out. All right. So, the last straw between me. He came back after this? No. no, he was gone. He gotcha. ended up he ended up moving into the yeah. house. Yeah. So the last straw, like between me and Michael, it was summer of 2014. <laughs> like even before that, we didn't see, we probably didn't see each other for about a year. But we started talking again. And summer of 2014. What was it about him? Now I know this is like Stockholm syndrome and everything like that, but what was it about him that kept you wanting him back in? Um, I guess it was me wanting to make it work. Still? Yeah. You know, For having a child. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, I wanted to make it work for our son. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to be, basically, I didn't want to be a single mom. You know? Yeah. Uh, when I got pregnant again mm -hmm. by him, I I looked up like <laughs> women, other women that had more than one father, mm -hmm. and I was just like, I felt like I failed because oh, I was really? one of those women. Yes, because I didn't see my life like that. You know, I well, a thought, lot of women think like that. Yeah, I didn't uh, see yeah. my life like that at all. Like I thought I was gonna have one, not, not one child, but I thought I was gonna have like one father for all my kids. Mm -hmm. Like that was. That's all I wanted. Mm -hmm. So when I ended up getting pregnant again, it was a thing where I was scared. And then when he started getting abusive, that's when I started questioning myself. Like, damn, why did I do this? Like, yeah, is there anyone else going through this? What do other women feel that have more than one, you know, father for their kids? Like, I didn't, I didn't want that at all. But the last straw that made me want to really end everything was when it was the summer of 2014. Mm -hmm. He invited me to Virginia. This is when he ended up moving back. 
All right, all right. Yeah, so we didn't see each other for a while. Yeah. Um, Did they ever ask about the kid? Or like wanted to FaceTime or yeah, see pictures? Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't really interactive like that at the time. All right, all like, right. No, he wasn't. Um, neither was his mom, really. Like, the whole family was just so distant. All right. But it was his brother's graduation. It was mm. like May or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he wanted me to come up. He said, you know, y'all can come up mm-hmm. to um, the graduation or whatever. And he was like, I can either drive down there to Atlanta, come pick y'all up and drive back up to Virginia. Mm-hmm. Or y'all can fly. I said, I don't care. It's whatever. Yeah. And he ended up driving to Atlanta from Virginia, pick us up. And we drove back to Virginia which I thought was crazy because he could have. That's a lot of miles. Yeah, yeah. he could have just gotten us a plane ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so when we got to Virginia, things were, you know, they were cool. But at that point, I started talking to other people. Now, how does wait? How does how did his mother view you? Did she like you? She seemed like she liked me. She'd be like, "Hey, Saraya, hi." Well, Ray. Yeah, she was like, "Hey." <laughs> Hey, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, hey, Ray, how you doing? You know, we'll talk. She was like, how's the baby? How's everything going? Yeah. But that was only when we saw each other face to face. She never reached, reached out. out. She never, oh, right, right. never texted me. You know, nothing like that. Um, so I don't know. And your father wasn't still in your life? My or? dad was in my life, but he was, um, he was in Arizona at the time. Mm. So he didn't really know anything. And I'm the type of person, I'm very private. Yeah. Like you say, I'm, I'm mysterious yeah. on Instagram. I'm such a private person. Nobody knows what's going on in my life. You're good at that, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So at that time, you know, because me and him weren't talking for a while, I started talking to other people. Mm-hmm. And I was in the room with him and somebody texted me. And he always looked through my phone like that. Uh, that would always cause an argument. Like, you know, when we first started arguing, that was it. What led him to having trust issues with you? Did you do something prior? No, nothing. Oh, it was just him. It was just him. He He's always had it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the text message popped up. I didn't even answer. I looked on the phone, put it down and... He was like, who is that? Mm. I said, just a friend. It's nobody. He's like, nah, who is that? You you being disrespectful. Now you're in my house. You're being disrespectful. Oh, I, wow. Mind you, I didn't even reply. I just put my phone back down. So I picked my phone up and I started calling my dad. I was like, dad, can you get me a plane ticket to um, Atlanta? Mm-hmm. My dad didn't even know that um, I was in Virginia. So he was like, where the hell are you? What's going on? Why did you go back to him? You know, stuff like Mm. that. And I just, I didn't have any answers for that. So my dad was about to get me a ticket and he was like, no, you're not getting a ticket. You're not going anywhere. You're staying here. He hung up the phone on my dad and I started walking away from him. I picked up my stuff, started packing my stuff, started walking away from him, going towards the stairs. He picked me up. So he picked me up. Um, 
like he was just he was standing in front of the stairs mm -hmm. basically and he picked me up from like my back and it was just i don't know how to describe it but it was just you know yeah up in the air <laughs> yeah up in yeah. the air and it was as if he was gonna throw me down the stairs from that position because mm -hmm. he kept like jerking to do it wow it was in front of my it was in front of both of my sons um his brother two of his brother two of his brothers and like one of his brothers was laughing at the whole thing which was crazy to me which made me even more like sad about the whole situation like this is crazy his mom was there too and his mom didn't say anything mm -hmm. um and it was his other brother that came around the corner and was like put her down put her down and he had me in the air for a good, like, it was the longest 15 seconds of my life, you know, because mm -hmm. I thought he was going to, I thought this was it. He was going to throw me down the stairs. I was going to be injured really badly or it was going to be worse. So I was just like, whatever it is, it is. You know, I got to a point where I said, this is my fault. You know, I shouldn't have seen him again. And he ended up putting me down. Mm -hmm. My dad kept calling me. I called my dad. I ran out the house. My dad called me and he got me a flight back home with the kids. And Good. that was it. That's the last you seen him? That was. That was the, like, you took time or that was it. That was the last straw. Yeah, that was the last straw. That was the last straw. Did he ever try to come back or pop up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He tried coming back till, like, probably 2015-ish, like, beginning of 2015. And then it was just done. Like after that, yeah, he would like send me emails, you know, because I would ignore him on the phone. He would send me emails, and we'd go back and forth sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, "You hurt me really bad. I don't understand why you did that. I was just trying to help you, you know, things like that." And then, like, it was always a thing where he would be like, "I want to go get help. I want, I want this. I want that. You know, I want my family." Yeah, that's guys do that. Yeah, they ever threaten to kill himself? Yes. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, always did. those things. He he would say, you know, if you don't want me, then I, there's no point of me being alive. Like, fuck this. Um, I'm I'm nothing to nobody. I don't mean nothing anyway. You know, you don't love me, so why should I be here? You know, things like that. Because I wouldn't take him back. Mm -hmm. Um, and that yeah, that would make me feel really bad. Like that was soft soften my heart a little bit but i got to a point where i was just like i can't do this because he's gonna kill me like yeah, he, he's yeah. gonna kill me one day so yeah it was that was that <laughs> man yeah now in between you said like the other girl was in the picture mm -hmm. was she still in the picture during this whole process on and off she was still in the picture on and off but i don't think she knew what was going on yeah he, I found out that he told her the reason why he ended up going to jail was because he wanted to leave me and I called the police what? and told the police that he beat me up so he can go to jail, which was all a lie because, I mean, he did beat me up. Yeah, and yeah. I never physically called the police, ever. Yeah. The whole time we were together, I never picked up the phone and called the police. It was either a neighbor. Mm -hmm. My cousin ended up calling the police because I told my cousin. Mm -hmm. um, or my friend called the police. Yeah. The time that I told my cousin 
was, this was after I came back from the hospital mm-hmm. and, um, he wouldn't let during like every time he would, you know, beat me up, he would hide my phone, hide every single device for me. So I don't talk to nobody. He hid my iPad underneath the bed and I found it. He was fast asleep when mm-hmm. this was going on. I found it and I quickly ran out of the room into the living room. I went on Facebook and I told my cousin, I said, I got to get out of the here. Like yeah, I need yeah. to get out of here. I need help. And she ended up calling the police. Like I never physically called the police. I don't know why. I just never did it. Yeah. Oh man. How did you feel when everything was done? Was it like a, a relief? It was a relief. It was a relief. Yeah. Um, it was also I felt kind of like I failed in a way because our relationship didn't work. Yeah, yeah. You know, um there were times when it got so bad that he dragged me out the shower. He put a hot, uh, he was putting um, a hot iron close to my face. He put a knife close to my face. It was just really bad, you know, like, it was like he would black out and not know that he was doing this because a few minutes later, he would be so nice. And, And that would play with my emotions. Like, that would make me feel like, what the fuck is going on with me? Like, I felt like I was going crazy at some point. I really did. I really felt like something's going on with me because he's being so abusive. And then the next second, he's like smiling. Like, he'll be like, why are you crying? You know? And I'll be like, what the fuck? Like, it was like a Lifetime movie. He, I, I don't know what it was. And that's why I wanted to get him help because yeah, I said, yeah. he something's going on with him. He's going through a lot, whatever it is. Yeah. Like psychosis or some schizophrenia. Like we went through the list. He was like, maybe I'm bipolar. I was like, I don't know if you're bipolar. He was like, maybe I have schizophrenia. Like we went through a list of mental disorders. And he never went to seek help. He never went to go seek help. It was always, I want to, or I am, or I booked this place, or I, you know, let's do this together. But he never actually did it. Yeah, that's wild. So Fast forward a little bit because I know I've watched him on on social media. His mother passed away. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Did you reach out to him? Oh yeah, I did. Okay, okay. I reached out to him because my mom passed away um, in 2015. All right. And I think his mom passed away two years after my mom. Mm-hmm. So I did reach out to him. I gave him my condolences. Um, and that was really it. But since then, you know, we're we're cool now. Um, we tried to. I don't even like we don't talk about it at all, you know, but he has said um, a lot of things is his fault. The reason why, you know, we're not together, of course, Mm -hmm. or, you know, the reason why I could have been in a different place from where I am now, because he was always like, oh, you are such a good person, you know, you deserve better and, you know, things like that. So I think now he's um, he's matured. Grown, he's trying to. I think he's trying to, like, he's not fully there yet, but I see it in him. How's the relationship with your son and him? There's really no relationship, he's still struggling with reaching out to his son. Hmm. You know, um, he's never had his dad, and his mom was hardly around as well, so it's like he never had that parent love either, you know. So, yeah, um, but he would like, he. Our son has a phone and he doesn't call him, 
you know, my son would be like uh, on his birthday, his birthday's in January. And he would be like, can I call my dad? Mm. Or can I text my dad? And I'm just like, your dad is supposed to be the one reaching out to you. You know, it's your birthday. But I still let him do it because yeah, I'm yeah. not going to deprive him of his dad. So he'll reach out to his father and uh, it'll be awkward. Like they might FaceTime and Michael will probably be like, hey, what's up? And it's like he's got nothing to talk about. Well, because he has a, I think he has a lot of kids now. I don't, I, oh, yeah. I lost track. Yeah. Four. You think, all right. You mm -hmm. think that that plays a part? No. He might be more I close think, to this kid rather than this kid. Oh, yeah. He is close to, because he had another one after me. So gotcha. he's close right. to that kid. Yeah, yeah, And. Is it with that? Yeah. Oh it's with that girl. <laughs> it's with that girl. Yeah. How did how did you feel about that? Um, at the time, it hurt really bad because I felt it. Mm. Uh, because when when he came out of jail, like the final time, and he ended up in the house, the girl was living there as well. Mm. Like she moved down to Atlanta. Mm. Um, and you know that whole situation. I was like. I know they're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. I was like, they gotta be. Even if it didn't happen straight away, it happened, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, good for him. Like, yeah. I just got to a point where I was like, good for him. I can't be hurt over anymore. Yeah. Um, and then I found out she was pregnant, and I was like... How did you find out? Twitter. People were telling you? No, you, she... You went creep? She, you went yeah. creep? She, um, she tweeted something like a pregnancy craving or something. And I was like, oh, wow, she might be pregnant. How often did you creep? Like, how often did you go? You looked at his page, mm. looked at hers, like you, you try to, and why was you so invested? Because I was still hurt. I was still in love. Yeah. I wasn't over him. Um, but I knew I didn't want to be with him anymore because mm -hmm. it was too toxic. Um, but how often I would creep? Maybe twice a week. Mm -hmm. I tried to limit myself. There were times when I ended up just deleting my Twitter and I never went back on Twitter. Like the, after my, our son was born, I deleted my Twitter, didn't mm. go back on it. Well, wow. I'm back on now, but it's not the it's same. It's not the same. Yeah, it isn't yeah, the same. I'm on there just for this podcast. Yeah. It's not the same. But um, yeah, it, that was a roller coaster. It was, it was. Oh, and I, you haven't healed a hundred, like not. I feel like... Not 100%, but yeah. you haven't healed fully from this. Right? Um, I've healed the major parts of the... of the, You know, like emotionally, I've healed. Um, mentally, I feel like that relationship caused me anxiety because mm -hmm. I never knew when he was going to lash out. And sometimes I still deal with that anxiety. Um I went to go get therapy. I actually had to get therapy yeah, yeah. after that relationship. Like I was in therapy for a good two years after that relationship and social services had to come out. You know, it was a lot. I, even after breaking up with him, I was still dealing with, you know, the crumbs of everything because social mm -hmm. services was in my life for about a year. They had to make sure that he wasn't going to come back. Wow. Um, I was in therapy uh, I was depressed. I had like the, a major panic attack one day. I couldn't breathe. 
I had to sit down and wow. just like count to 10. My friend was there luckily, but she was like, girl, it looked like you, you just, could, I couldn't move. I got to a point where I was just like, <gasps> I was stuck. And she was like, sit down, sit down. She made me sit, mm -hmm. gave me some water. And I was just sitting there counting to 10. She told me to count to 10 and breathe. Like she was giving me breathing exercises. Yeah. And it happened for maybe about a minute, but it was a long minute. I thought I was going to die, like that panic attack. But now I, I've never, I haven't had a panic attack since yeah, then, yeah. but I do have anxiety because of that relationship. Um, I do get depressed sometimes. But I don't think about that relationship. Right. I think that relationship set off my depression and anxiety. Mm. Um, but I don't think about it too much. Yeah. I might have, like with dating, now I'm in a relationship. Mm -hmm. But when I was dating, I would notice the red flags very quickly. And yeah. be like, I'm, I'm not seeing this person again. And my family and friends would be like, that's not good. You know... You're going to be single forever. <laughs> you can't cut people off for, you know, things like that. And I'm like, oh, it's good. What are some of the things like that <laughs> remind you of yeah, Michael? Anything that rem uh, reminded me of him, like <laughs> wearing a hat at the table. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Order his steak well done. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's mad funny. I'm like, nope, that's a red flag. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, not knowing how to dress. Yeah. But yeah, like even the small things like that, I was just like, nah, I can't deal with this because those are the things I ignored before. Mm -hmm. And if I ignore it now, I'm I'm gonna regret it because some people are just stuck in their ways, you know, especially yeah. when it comes to food, ordering a well done steak. <laughs> <laughs> that's mad funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean I don't think anyone heals 100% from any trauma that they've had. No. But I do believe that, you know. You could be over something. Like, yeah. You yeah. could be over it 100%. Yeah. You can be yeah. over it, but you cannot heal from it 100%. Um, and I, obviously, I haven't healed from it 100%, but now I can tell the story and yeah. I'm not crying about it. Or I can tell the story and I'm not you emotional. Yes, yeah. I'm more open to it. My voice isn't trembling. I'm yeah. not crying. You know, like I'm happy to tell my story now. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah. What about the guy that that you're in a relationship with? Mm -hmm. Was it hard for him? Was it a challenge? Or was it? Yeah. Well, like, we we just started. Uh, we've been we've been dating for like three months, and we oh, just, that's new. We just, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just got into here. a relationship. Right, it's so stage. it's yeah, it's the honeymoon stage. He's, he made it official after three. Well, this is Atlanta. I don't know. Yeah, different. Well, he made it official after a month. Nah, yeah, different. He must be old. <laughs> he older? Yes. Yeah, he's different. <laughs> African? No. All right. Um. <laughs> so, how are your relationship now? Yeah, like me and speak. Michael. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is we, it like cordial? We, we Does he ever try to like shoot a shot? No, 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 All no. Right. He he hasn't done that in years. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does he uh, see your page? What'd you say? Like uh, your page, like your IG page. Um, we did follow each other recently. Like now? Yeah. No, he unfollowed me. He got emotional and unfollowed me. I can't remember why, honestly. But um, we you were, were dressing up and going out more. That's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> but we weren't together. This was like but last still, year. Still. -uh. <laughs> and he's with this girl. So what? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, now nah, my baby mama out here looking good. Nah, 
<laughs> but yeah, because you didn't he, wash up. That's probably why. Like you got probably better with time. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Recently, this was last year. Actually, he mm-hmm. unfollowed me. Oh, <laughs> it's another story. Because he found out I was still talking to another producer guy, mm-hmm. which I was talking to this producer guy before I was talking to Michael. And they know each other. They know each other. But the producer guy that I was talking to before Michael, we weren't talking on that level. Mm-hmm. We were literally talking about music. Gotcha, gotcha. Like literally about music because we had so many things in common about mm-hmm. music. Um, but he was jealous. You know, Michael, that was his thing. Jealousy. You didn't mm-hmm. want me talking to no type of guy, not even my cousins. Like it was crazy. That's not good. Yeah, Dang. He, he was. Oh. The biggest lesson learned from this relationship. <sighs> biggest lesson, not to ignore the red flags. Right. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's always. Give me yeah. another one. <laughs> that's, that's it. Um. Uh, another one. Okay, so always believe them the first time. Like actions speak louder than words. Right. Yeah. Um, whatever they show you is who they are. Mm. And don't go back to something that's not serving you well. Mm. Um, because I always went back. Yeah. I always brought him back in. So yeah, that's my. Those are my biggest lessons in relationships. Like. Wow. Once you see that red flag, once you see that, you know, someone isn't treating you right the first time, just let it go. Yeah. Yeah, because it's never going to get better. If somebody's going through a heartbreak or a breakup, what's some advice you would give them? Um, keep busy, honestly, because being idle, you just start thinking about a lot of things. You start keep. thinking about that person. Yeah. Um, you start thinking about what you did wrong, even though maybe you didn't do anything wrong. Sometimes you start blaming yourself, you mm-hmm. know, when you're idle, you just, your mind is wandering all over the place. Right. So my best advice was, is just to keep yourself busy. Doing what? Find what a hobby. Doing? Working out? Find was- a hobby. Work out. Yes. Working out is good because yeah. when, when I get sad, when I get in my depressive modes, I work out. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I cannot stay in this mode. I have to... Go work out. I got to, you know, get this off of me. Yeah, yeah. So working out is a good thing. Find a hobby. Um, yeah. Just keep your mind busy. Yeah. That's that's good. Yeah. I stay busy. <laughs> I, that's just normal. Um, last but not least, the song you'd like to dedicate to your ex. I didn't look at what you wrote. My song, you know that song Dirty Laundry by Kelly yep. Rowland? Yeah, yeah. As soon as I heard that song, it made me think of him, like, straight away. Is it a line in the song, or it's just... Just the whole thing. All right. I had to go back and listen. I've seen that on the... This what, Is it a second album? I think so. Yeah. I never listened to it, though. Yeah. All right. So Dirty Laundry by Kelly Rowland. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you if you want them to find you? On Instagram. <laughs> Being mysterious. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram. Um, she posts one picture every year. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to catch it and like it. That's it. It's Ray Boom, R-A-Y-B-O-O-M underscore. All right. 
Yep. Thank you, Ray. You invited me to your place. You know, you said you're gonna give me some oxtail gravy because you ran out. <laughs> so I'm ready for that. Yay! And this is a great story. I'm I'm shocked because I would you know never the guess. I, yeah, yeah, I would never guess. And it makes me look at this person totally different. But then I understand, like, I used to see certain things. I'm like, oh, he's off a little bit. Mm-hmm. But because he was popular, I never questioned it. Never, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so, he was popular, nobody questioned it. Yeah. Yeah. But, man, I'm I'm sorry you went through that. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, that's It's a horrible. life lesson. Yeah. Yeah. You see? My curious ass. I be just looking at people. I be like, oh, what is, there's something behind her, like the, these pictures. And I reach out. <laughs> Okay. Are you glad you did the podcast? Yeah, I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you for I having me. It. Yay. You're welcome. <laughs> and that's been Views of an Ex. Thank you. When I separate ways, but I was happy. She was killing it. Bitter, sweet. She was up. I was down. No lie, I feel good for her. But what do I do now? Forget the records, off the record. I was going through some bullshit. Post survivor, she on fire. Who wanna hear my bullshit? Meanwhile, this nigga putting his hands on me. Swear y'all don't know the half of this industry. Let's do this dirty love.